Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. We began that holy season of Lent. It is particularly important for us to understand the meaning of those 40 days because they touch upon the source of our salvation. The center of our Christian life is what is called the Paschal Mystery. That is the mystery of the suffering, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the heart of all that we do as members of the Church. And so important and so fundamental is this mystery that the Church dedicates 40 days to our preparation to enter into it deeply and with sincerity and understanding. For this is our salvation. How often did Jesus predict his suffering and death, but also the power of the resurrection? And how often did he tell his disciples, if you wish to follow me, take up your cross? Plunge yourself into this mystery. And because of its importance and because of our need to prepare adequately for it, I'm going to ask you to now reserve in your calendar the days of that Paschal Triduum, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, as a way by which you can enter fully into our sacramental and liturgical realization of participation in the Paschal Mystery. It is important, so mark it on your calendars. And by a good Lent, we then can celebrate Easter, the central feast of the Christian faith, with renewed commitment and renewed vigor and renewed joy. Now, the 40 days of Lent are a looking back at the 40 years that Israel spent in the desert between their exodus and their entrance in the Promised Land. It also is to be a reflection of those 40 days of which Jesus spent in preparation in the desert to begin his public ministry. And for us, the 40 days are sort of going into the desert, like the ancient Israelites, or by Jesus, in preparing for his public ministry. It is a time of reshaping, redirecting our lives and remembering. It's a crucial time to appreciate that which Jesus came among us to do. It is also a way not only of drawing that mystery of the suffering and death and resurrection deeper into our lives, but these 40 days of Lent can act as a goad for our assuming more fully our responsibilities in the world to give witness to our faith to help transform the society around us according to the pattern of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, of course, over the many centuries of the life of the Church and in celebrating the season of Lent, the three traditional forms 
of observe, uh, observing this season are still very valid. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. They are ways by which we can direct and discipline our minds and our hearts toward a deeper understanding of God's love for us and also a deeper understanding of how that love must be reflected in our own lives. I think it is important to live out these three traditional forms of Lenten discipline by doing these things as a community, first by remembering that the whole church is participating in these uh, traditional forms, and we are not alone. We do this as a whole body of Christ, and we mark uh, ourselves as members of that community, and we pledge ourselves to supporting others in pursuing what so many call a good Lent. And doing these things as a community, we find a deeper meaning to our observation and a profound sense of support. For this Lenten observance is not only an individual reality, but also it can be a reality of renewal within the whole church. On Ash Wednesday is a sign of our commitment to celebrating this good Lent. We receive ashes on our foreheads, the ashes of repentance and the ashes of recommitment. It is a sign that through repentance and forgiveness we can grow in charity and a profound hope about the meaning of our lives in Jesus Christ. But at the same time, it's remarkable that we receive the ashes, but we can't see them. They become a kind of witness to those around us. And giving witness to the world is a profound part of our Lenten observance. We also, during these 40 days, pray for those who are preparing to enter the church, either as catechumens preparing for baptism, confirmation, and Holy Eucharist, or candidates, those who had been baptized in another Christian community but seek full communion with the Catholic Church. This Lenten season is a more intense preparation for these catechumens and candidates as they are ready to receive the sacraments and become fully a part of the communion of the Catholic Church. They become a model for us. They, in fact, remind us of our own participation through the sacraments in the body of Christ. We pray for them, but they also witness for us, and it is important to keep them in our minds and hearts. I have a couple of suggestions for those who want to live a good Lent these 40 days. And my first uh, suggestion is actually a, a bit of a warning. Sometimes on Ash Wednesday, we make so many commitments and promises to prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, perhaps trying to make up for a Lent that wasn't so good last year, And our desire to spend a Lent with all of those commitments and whatnot, I think, would make 
Teresa of Avila blush. And by the first Sunday of Lent, how often those things all unravel and fall apart. It is important for us when we come to consider what will be that particular Lenten discipline or what particular aspect of our life do I need to pay more attention to or perhaps to change or reshape. Be modest, but be faithful. Sometimes it's important to choose one thing and to live it faithfully over the next 40 days. Be modest, but faithful. Remember also the word Lent comes from the Latin word slowly. And it is important in these 40 days to reduce as far as possible our scheduling of commitments that may draw us away from a more practical and a little deeper observation of Lent. Thirdly, gather with others for a time of meditation, prayer, sharing of faith, and maybe a deeper understanding. In that sharing, I think we deepen our own sense uh, of our faith by hearing others speak of it as well. It is an important teaching of sacred scripture that was enunciated clearly in Genesis. It is not good for man to be alone. We are made for others. And being for others and being among others is a way by which to grow ourselves and expand our heart and soul. We also might make Lent a family affair, especially in acts of charity that have the family adopt an act of almsgiving, a charity, which could be a gift not only of financial resources, but a gift of ourselves. Visiting members of our extended family who are feeling particularly lonely, or searching out those in our own community that long for human companionship, maybe suffering infirmity, maybe feeling low and abandoned. And to do this as a whole family, but also to remember how important it is for the family meal, especially in the evening, and to adopt a, a kind of Lenten meal, maybe once a week, Friday I think is a good time, and to surround that meal with prayer and with simple companionship among family members. Let me end by quoting a uh, a motto that appeared on the gravestone of St. Hen- uh, John Henry Newman, Ex umbris et imaginibus in veritatem. That is, out of the shadows and out of the imaginings into the truth. And our very time of the year in which we celebrate Lent helps us to realize that in our Lenten observance, we are leaving the umbris et imaginibus, that is, the darkness, the shadows of winter, into the light and promise of spring. And 
let us pray that our Lenten prayer and meditation will allow us to leave all the darknesses of our life so that we might step into the light of Easter and experience a joy that will last forever.